0: Child of Our Time interview, Professor Rebecca Hardy from UCL discusses her research looking at trends in obesity in young children across the generations.
1: So I think we're all aware about the obesity epidemic and that it's a major public health challenge in the UK and in many countries around the world. Overweight and obesity are associated with an increased risk of many chronic diseases, so in particular type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease and some types of cancer. And so there are the obvious associated costs to society and costs to the health services. And I think of particular concern is the increase in childhood overweight and obesity. Um, As we know that overweight and obesity tends to track through life so that overweight children are more likely tend to become um, overweight adults.
0: So what aspects of the obesity crisis did you want to look at specifically and why?
1: Well, there's been multiple cross-sectional surveys that have been carried out. So we already know about the scale of the problem and how um, obesity and overweight in the population is increasing. But what we wanted to look at was the age-related process of development of overweight and obesity. So, for example, to see if there are ages in which particularly rapid increases occur. And we also wanted to investigate how these trajectories of overweight and obesity development varied across generations. And so by doing this, we could see how perhaps environmental and societal changes might have influenced the development of overweight across different
0: generations. Tell us a bit about where you got your information from. Yeah, so we used the
1: UK's unique resource of nationally representative birth cohort studies. So we used four national birth cohorts. The first one was born in 1946, then others born in 1958, 1970, and then there's a bit of a gap to the 2001 cohort. So to fill in that gap, we used a study from the Avon region, the Ausback study, and this was of children born in the 1990s. And so all these studies have followed the same individuals across their whole lives, starting from birth. And so they have collected data at regular intervals across their whole lives. So, for example, the um, oldest cohort born in 1946, they've been followed up for now nearly 70 years. And the 24th data collection is taking place this year.
0: And what sort of information was collected in these studies that made it possible to look at the onset of obesity?
1: Yes, as I said, these people are the same people that have been contacted multiple times throughout their lives. So height and weight have been usually measured in a lot of the studies on a lot of occasions, sometimes self-reported at multiple ages across all these five cohorts. So from that, we were able to calculate body mass index, that's BMI, at multiple ages across life. Now BMI is a measure of weight adjusted for height so it's a reasonable if somewhat crude marker of adiposity and there are standard cut points on that BMI scale to define overweight and obesity so that in adulthood a BMI of 25 kilograms per meter squared or over is defined as overweight 30 kilograms um, per meter squared as obese and there are equivalent standard cut points for children so using BMI we can define overweight and obesity compared to normal weight. We had over 270,000 separate observations of body size on over 56,000 participants across these five studies so a huge amount of data.
0: So let's examine some of the key findings then what did your research show and what does it tell us? Well, firstly, the cohorts born in the
1: 1990s and later had probabilities of overweight or obesity in childhood, specifically at age 10 years, that were two to three times greater than those born before. So this increase in childhood overweight and obesity. Then in the generations who had reached adulthood, there were little difference in levels of overweight in childhood and adolescence. And actually, all the cohorts had rather low rates of overweight and obesity through childhood and adolescence. But those born in 1970 showed more rapid increases in BMI and rates of overweight at younger ages compared to those born earlier. And in turn, these rises were seen earlier in the 58 cohort compared to the 1946 cohort. So if I'm giving an example, we estimated that the age at which 50% of individuals in each of these cohorts um, became overweight This age reduced from 41 years in men born in 1946 to just 30 years for men born in 1970. And the equivalent figures for women were 48 for those born in 1946 and 41 years for those born in 1970.
0: So what do we learn from those figures about trends in obesity? Our findings are indicating that
1: there's an increasing accumulation of lifetime exposure to overweight in the younger and younger generations. And this has important health implications because other research has shown that a greater length of time spent overweight, so not just being overweight at a single time point, but if you're overweight for longer across your life course, then this is related to a higher risk of those chronic health conditions that I talked about earlier. The findings also demonstrate the dramatic impact of a change to a more obesogenic environment Starting from around the 1980s, and by obesogenic environment, I mean one that encourages the consumption of un- an unhealthy and high calorific diet and discourages activity. So the children born in the 1990s onwards have experienced this environment all their lives, and um, whereas for the older generations, the environment changed during their adulthood, which is why we see this different this different age at rise um, in
0: BMI in those cohorts. Now, recently we've seen. So- something of a glimmer of hope with the numbers of obese children apparently stabilising. Was there anything in your work that confirmed or contradicted this? Well
1: I've seen the data and that certainly does appear to be the case which is good news. The youngest cohort in our study were born in 2001 so we haven't compared them to the more recently born cohorts. However the difference between the prevalence of overweight at age 10 in the 2001 cohort that was slightly larger than that for the 1990s born children. So for males for example this was 19% is 23%. So there's certainly not such a big jump as the equivalent figure for boys born from the 1970 cohort compared to the 1990s cohort where the prevalence jumped from 7% to 19%. So we did see a slowing down um, of the increase in overweight. And we also found that the BMI for the child in the middle of the BMI distribution was very similar and well within a normal weight range for all cohorts. So the 1990 cohort and the 2000 cohort were very similar to the earlier cohorts. So what we've really seen is a skewing of the BMI distribution rather than just a shift in the whole distribution. So in the more Recent cohorts, we've got this greater increase in BMI in the upper sort of 10% of the distribution. So I think our results are consistent with this more recent data.
0: Now it seems there's barely a week that goes by without a government initiative to help people be more active, make healthier choices. Is there anything policymakers can glean in addition from your findings do you think that might help them? Well, I mean, I think we all know.
1: Kind of the messages and what we need to do at an individual level to maintain a healthy weight, and that is we just need to eat less and um, more healthily and to be more physically active. Now, our research does back up calls that are out there already to tackle childhood overweight and target interventions at the prevention of overweight. As we know that body size tracks through life and we know how difficult it is to lose weight and once you become overweight, and in particular to maintain that weight loss rather than sort of having this yo-yoing of weight status. But I think most importantly, our findings have demonstrated the impact of the environment and the impact that that has had. I think that came through very strongly. And so this, we've got to think about um, tackling the um, obesogenic environment and what we can do in terms of policies and interventions to help all people to be able to make more healthy lifestyle choices. And we need to evaluate these interventions properly to find out what really works and what really does help people.
0: How has the age-related process of overweight or obesity development changed over time? Coordinated analyses of individual participant data from five United Kingdom birth cohorts is researched by William Johnson, Leah Lee, Rebecca Hardy and Diana Koo and is published in PLOS Medicine.